Welcome to Tikkun Repairing Ourselves podcast. Today we are learning about uncovering desire and discipline by uncovering Adam and Eve. So we know the story about Adam and Eve, right? Garden of Eden, it was perfect. It was a place where there was no evil in the world and everything was pure light. It was utopia and it was a place that we felt closest to Hashem. And then all of a sudden, A snake told Eve to eat an apple from the tree of good and bad, and then suddenly they were banned from the Garden of Eden, and the side effect of the sin was that evil was then created in the world, right? If we go a little bit deeper, and that's what's so interesting about the Torah is that there's so many layers to it. You can go as deep as you want to go. You can go to your comfort level, to your knowledge level. You know, you can go down this rabbit hole of Jewish mysticism, however long and however deep you want to go. So... I took this wisdom from the book, The Beast That Crouches at the Door by Rabbi David Foreman, and he talks about in length what happens with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. But I'm just going to talk about the first section that he speaks about, and that's just before and after the sin of eating the apple from the tree of good and bad. And so if we're going just a bit deeper into the story, into the Torah, and, you know, we're asking more whys and why, why did that happen? Why did Eve, you know, eat this apple? What was good and bad. It wasn't that there wasn't any evil in the world before Eve ate the apple, but the words that they used to describe good and bad before the sin, that was different from the words that we use today. And Rabbi David Foreman talks about this other book that is amazing. It's from the sage Maimonides, and it's called The Guide to the Perplex. And in there, he speaks about this. He speaks about how did they describe bad before and how did they describe bad after the sin. And the words that they used to describe moral choices were truth and falsehood. So what are the fundamental differences between truth and falsehood versus good and bad? Good and bad decisions are subjective. It depends on who you're talking to. It depends on what you've gone through in your life. It depends on if you experienced that before. Good and bad is subjective. Truth and falsehood is very different. When Adam and Eve used the word truth when choosing the more virtuous choice, they understood that they were going with choices of something that is bigger than them. It was Hashem's choice. And the word falsehood meant that they were going with a less virtuous choice which leads them to more desire. But there was even something deeper than that difference. The fundamental difference between truth and falsehood versus good and bad is that they were able to step outside of their desires. They didn't let their desires cloud their vision. They were able to see clearly what was truth and what was falsehood. And they didn't let their feelings get in the way. They didn't let desire get in the way. So at the end of the day, they were able to make moral choices that align more with Hashem's choices. And 
that meant something that was best suited for us. Something that wasn't just choosing something for right now. I want this right now without thinking long term. And that's usually what happens when we choose desire. We don't think about long term. We think about just right now. I will give you an example of how easily desire will cloud our judgment and how easily we can make excuses in order for ourselves to feel like we're choosing truth rather than our desires. And by the way, this happened to me about a month ago. And to be honest, I did not make the right choice. And if anyone makes you feel like they are holier than you when it comes to this, don't believe them. Eve ate the apple, remember? So you're going to the grocery store and in your cart, you have items piled to the max, okay? And you go into the soda can aisle and you grab those massive 24 individual soda can boxes and you put them underneath your cart in that extra storage area that they have. And you go in line and you pay for everything. And as you're put the last bag in your car, you realize you forgot to pay for the 24 Coke can box. And you look around to see if anyone is just running out to you and screaming, hey, you stole this, but no one comes out. It doesn't happen. And you think to yourself, well, the alarm didn't go off. No one obviously noticed. So I don't feel like going to customer service and paying for this. So you decide you're going to go home. And this is a sign from Hashem telling you, you just spent $250 on groceries. This is a freebie. We're good. So whether we get away with it or not, desire has a way of clouding our judgment and making us do things that is convenient for us at that time. But before Eve ate from the tree of knowledge of good and bad, that desire wasn't in us. The desire didn't cloud our vision. It wasn't in front of us at all times. It wasn't like, oh, you can make a good and bad decision, but in the middle, that gray zone is like desire. It was truth or it was false. And so we were able to look at our decisions without desire, which meant that we were able to be objective with what we were going to do. So it was going to be either we go in and pay for it and false would be you stole. Like there would only be two choices when thinking, hmm, what should I do? Whether before when we were talking about good and bad, there was a whole list of, well, no one really saw what, that I even stole it. I, you know, that didn't beep. I'll have to go all the way back. I have to stand in line. I don't even know where my receipt is. Like desire just comes up with lists and lists of reasons why you just shouldn't do the right thing. So if we just take that thought of desire and we go more in depth into that. And we look about how our society views desire and views these types of decisions. You know, they say we live in a free world where we could do anything we want. They say freedom is following your desires and doing what is pleasing in your eyes. But there is a difference between following your intuition and following your desires. And our instincts is what Hashem is trying to lead us with like, you know, truth and falsehood, but our desires is the good and evil. So that desire is not based on anything except ourselves and our own ego. And if we follow that path with no awareness, it will eventually lead us to self-destruction. So at the end of the day, freedom is discipline. If we think about it, 
everything is readily available to us. We can have anything we want, we can see anything we want, and we can experience anything we want and how much abundance that we would want. And so to say no to things is to have freedom. If we can say no to the desire that blinds us with every single choice that we have, and we make a choice that is not based on what we want, but what our intuition is telling us, and that is ultimately what is Hashem is telling us, then we will get back to that light and that utopia and that peace that Adam and Eve had before the sin in the Garden of Eden. And we will have all of that in our own lives. And ultimately what we will gain is freedom. Shalom Aleichem to you all. Though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Miss you, Pops. Thank you.